like the marinated kebabs in the bathroom, right? Like that recipe, oh, right. like, you know, like we actually went downstairs and actually shot that in a bathroom. And I was yes. like, wait, that's so weird. But I'm like, the title yeah. of the recipe, it comes from the show when she says that across the table. We're like, no, Were it has to be in there. Were you doing coke in the bathroom? <laughs> Were you doing coke in the bathroom? Lisa, please, how could you? <laughs> and Kyle's like, are you kidding me right now, Lisa? Seriously. <laughs> and then, of course, Ruth's like, Rina, I have kids. Are you serious? <laughs> it was epic moments. It was brilliant. Oh. Welcome to the Friends and Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. Four New York Times bestselling authors, one rock star librarian, and endless stories. Join Mary Kay Andrews, Kristen Harmel, Christy Woodson Harvey, and Patty Callahan Henry, along with Ron Block. As novelists, we are four longtime friends with 70 books between us. And I am Ron Block. Please join us for fascinating author interviews and insider talk about publishing and writing. If you love books and are curious about the writing world, you are in the right place. Welcome to a delicious and hysterical episode of Friends in Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. We continue to explore storytelling in all its many forms. And today, we're really going out there because we're going to explore through cooking, cookbooks, and comedy. My guests today are the authors of a brand new hilarious cookbook, Cook It, Spill It, Throw It, the not-so-real Housewives parody cookbook. I know we're going to have an absolute blast with our guests and authors of this amazing cookbook, Stuart O'Keefe and Amy Phillips. Before we get going, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them so that you're all set, the stage is set for them to come and join me, and we're going to take it from there. First, Stuart O'Keefe is an Irish-born, California-based chef and best-selling author. He appears frequently on TV, starring in Food Network shows such as Private Chefs of Beverly Hills and Let's Eat. And he has appeared as a judge on Chopped. In addition to numerous appearances on Today and Rachel Ray, where he offers fun, simple recipes to get home cooks into the kitchen. His first cookbook, The Quick Six Fix, was released in 2016 by HarperCollins. Say that quick. My next guest is Amy Phillips, who is a comedian and radio personality from Gross Point, Michigan. She's currently living her best life in Los Angeles. Amy honed her skills at Wayne State University and at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York City before studying improv at Second City, Detroit, Chicago, and the Annoyance Theater. She combines her love for reality TV and parody with her celebrated Real Housewives and other celeb imitations, which are a regular feature on Bravo TV's Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Amy currently recaps all things Bravo TV and beyond on her Sirius XM radio show on Radio Andy, Reality Checked. Welcome, two of you. This is like, I, I, I'm going to try not to fan out out here. I'm just so oh, excited hello. to talk to you. We're Hi. excited to talk to you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having us. What oh a nice God, marriage. so my pleasure. And, you know, isn't it? I'm going to start with just the book. I know you, the people who are listening can't see this book, but this book is the whole package. It's everything. Oh my gosh. It's it's hysterically funny. I 
got an early copy. And as soon as I opened it and saw the eggs alu francais <gasps> recipe. Oh. Stuart's favorite. You had to go there, right? It's just like, <laughs> right away, had out to of go the there. Just like with the, for people that are listening, like basically there's a photograph with me in a wig and a, a robe yes. and sunglasses. We yes. had to start That's it off man. great. We're yeah, two well, yeah, making that's how eggs. we enter. Uh-huh. We had to do it. <laughs> and and, um, and I also want to say, too, that anybody, this is not just a joke cookbook at all, because in, in mm. addition to the comedy and the just the, the sheer joy that you're going to get from it, the recipes are brilliant. I have made several things out of it already, and oh it is gosh. to die for. I can't wait to hear. And of course, wow, I, I want to hear about those. Oh, yeah. well, you're. Oh, I mean, we're know. dying to hear. Yeah. What was your experience <laughs> well, like? Tell I us. started small <laughs> with. Uh, scared. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I started out small with the "You stole my goddamn house" salad. Oh God, Lovely. that's great. Solid, perfect, solid. Right? perfect. Love that. right? And I love the name of it too. And um, I just that's hysterical. The titles of the recipes are all just amazing. So it's. Anyway, we're going to talk about how you came up with all of those. Okay. But I also made blueberry muffins. Oh, which came solid. So, so tasty. Good. It came out well. Oh, so good. Great. Ron, do you like those. dive for that, like the topping at the end and yes. the bacon? There's crumbly and, oh, it's the best. Yes, yes. My, I love those. Uh, my husband has now gained about 25 pounds from yeah, all my thank cooking. Yeah, you. you. I agree. We and did that, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're like making a cookbook in the pandemic. Of, we both gained, I mean... Yeah. I'm telling you, I gained like 15 and then I had to lose it for this press tour. I was like, and then when we're trying to shoot the cookbook. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. Was good, was good. Anyway, so we'll talk about some of the other ones as, as we go along. But I really, okay. I, I want everybody to hear about, first, we want to talk about how the, each of you became obsessed with the housewives, because I'm right there with you. Mm. And I think we share a, like a brain where people would say, you know, what? morons but also be my best friend <laughs> <laughs> totally <Yeah. laughs> it's like you love them you hate them you love yeah. to hate them you hate to love them you know it's it's a real dichotomy i mean for me it was to, i i some stumbled upon the real housewives my gateway drug was really the rachel zoe project uh, on bravo i started watching the rachel zoe project back in the day and i did an impersonation of her and i had some videos out there with that just like gro- gro- rachel zoe grocery shopping being like oh my god i these bananas are bananas. And then from there, after watching the Rachel Zoe Project, I started watching The Real Housewives of New York. And I then it was done. And then I just got into all of the cities and all of the shows. How about you, Stuart? I, I wondered what... Uh, you yeah, saying. like, I mean, first of all, like, how I know Amy is from her doing Rachel Zoe. So I, right, that's how I know she existed okay. <laughs> um, back in the day. And um, I just thought those videos were just so funny. And I loved Rachel Zoe product. Product project. And um, I think, yeah, it was kind of like one of those things like you'd see the advertisements for like the housewives and stuff like that. And then I started watching New York. My friend was would watch OC. So I kind of watch a bit of that, too. And I was kind of jumping around at the beginning, watching like a lot of them, but not like focusing in like, oh, my God, I need to be here every week watching this. And then it was like kind of as it got to second season two of them, I kind of really dove in and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like some of the fights are just incredible. And this is, it's just like, it's just like, I want to say like feel good TV, but like it kind of is. It's like, it's, you know, you just laugh. Yeah. It's an escape. It totally is. It Mm -hmm. totally is. So it's funny. You both kind of entered it through New York. I think Ramona would be so happy to hear that. Oh, oh yeah. 100%. I mean, she's a, she's the first impression that I ever did of new of the housewives. 
I'm just going to say your impressions are spot on, hysterical, and I can't get enough. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Okay. No, Ramona really does support women. I will tell you that first and foremost, she was so supportive of my impression of her was, you know, basically kind of had the idea to go on Watch What Happens Live with her together. She called me and was like, you know what? I was like, you should go and watch What Happens Live with me and you be Ramona. I'll be Ramona. We'll be Ramona together. And so she really was, I mean, she did not mind the parody. She embraced it. And um, kind of set the tone, I think, pr- frankly. I, so she was great. That's awesome. And then from there, you just went, boo. I just kept that's, going. Um, Can't stop, won't stop with, the, with impressions. <laughs> I know. I know. So you're you're in for all the cities, all the yes. iterations of everything. Absolutely. How about, the, how about the ultimate girls trip? Oh, my gosh. It's wow. Good so far. It is really good. I've only watched the first episode. I'm, Same I'm here. Re- okay, you too. So yeah. I'm recapping it on my show. So we're going to do one episode at, at a time. And I think it is what we've been waiting for and, and more. They really blew it up. They really made it very um, glossy and the yeah. music and the editing. And I think they made it extra special, which I appreciate. <laughs> and totally it appreciate. seems so surreal because it, just as somebody who's been doing parodies of them for so long, and I do parodies on my radio show where, where other housewives are interacting with other housewives from other cities. And so now it's like, it's actually happening with Ramona being like, you know what, Teresa, I'm really sorry. She's like, yeah, I didn't like what you said about me. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> so it's like, I've been living this on my in my own vacuum for years, and now I'm watching it happen before my oh, eyes. It's so, so amazing. Yeah, it's like we all got together and made this big wish to have this happen, <laughs> yes. and, and now it's here. Mm-hmm. And, now yeah, it's and it here. was like, I was kind of like, when I watched it the other, the other day, I was like, I still don't know how this is going to go. Do you right. know what I mean? Because they're all from different cities. Like they mm-hmm. say, they kind of know each other, but it's like putting them together. And it seems to be like we're getting we're getting entertainment. Like it's great. <laughs> yeah. We it's totally really are. Yeah. yeah. The, the first episode is any indication. I'm sold. Yes. Sold. 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 Okay. So we're actually here about the book, but we'll just throw these other things in a little sure. bit here and there. Yeah. So I can't even imagine how brilliant the two minds were to come together to do this. What's the beginning of the book? How did it start? Whose idea was it? That's all Stuart, baby. It was my crazy idea. I was like, it was like 2019. I said around summer, August. And I was like sitting on the couch and I did my first cookbook and I was like, okay, I need the second one. Like, what am I going to do next? Like, what am I going to dive into? And I was like, I want something like, like fun that people are just going to get obsessed about and so forth. I was watching the housewives and I was like, has anyone done a cookbook on housewives? Like, just kind of like a fun cookbook. Like the recipes are real, but like it's comedy, it's fun. We're poking fun at them and so forth. And I was like, and then I went on Amazon, did some research, couldn't find anything. Googled everything, couldn't find anything. I would find the housewives, their separate cookbooks, like mm-hmm. Teresa's. Tree, tree and um, I, there was nothing. So I was like, this could be something, there could be something here. I took it to my agent. I was like, look, I have this idea. I pitched it. And then I needed the mastermind of Amy Phillips because I needed the the comedy and I needed somebody that was like, you know, I mean, I knew she recapped it on her show daily. So I was like, okay, she must know all the details of the ins and outs of these. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, she talks like them. She parodies them. And I was like, she was just like the best person to get this. And so I was like, please like find her and ask her. (laughs) So Stuart shows up at my window (laughs) in the dead of the night. With knocking a, on it with a hood over. <laughs> and it was it was very organic he just reached yeah. out to me and it was like 
I was like, a housewife's cookbook, what? And then it just all, it, it was like, you know, that moment where everything's kind of blurry and then it's just sharp focus, just instantaneously. I'm like, oh my God, everything that happens in the housewives, it all happens around food. It all it happens does. when they're drinking. It all happens when they're at a restaurant. Ooh. It all happens when they're celebrating. Like this is, I can't believe this hasn't been done yet. Why hasn't this done? We have to do this. And so I, I saw, I was like, yes, absolutely. And it, and I, it's beyond what I thought it would be. Um, but what, what a delight. And I'm always so grateful to you, Stuart, for bringing me along with this, on this oh journey God, because it's how like... unexpected, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, if I if you'd gotten back a few years of what, 10 years, like when she was doing Rachel Zell and all that stuff, that we'd be here now. Or if you asked me like five years ago when after my first cookbook, hey, my second one's going to be a Housewives one. Like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, you never like, think yeah, the two no. worlds would meet. <laughs> yeah, right, like you yeah, as exactly. a chef. Yeah, right, exactly. It's wild. That's true. I, and I'm so I'm so glad to know that because I was assuming that you two had been longtime friends. Well, we became People fast friends. Yeah. And it's yeah. wild too, because we, we became really fast friends really quick and it's been so seamless, you know, I mean, our chemistry, yeah. I think it was the vibe was there from the get-go, which made the whole process very easy to create in that space where it's just like, we just right. get each other and it just yeah. has been a, a real dance, you know, just call <laughs> more- it Ginger Rogers <laughs> and Fred Astaire <laughs> yeah. of food and comedy. What? That it's like no me and Amy are like, the more ridiculous it is, like the more we just crack up over things, you know, it's like, it's just really funny. Just daily basis it's just insane that that's the best partnerships yeah is when you can do that and you have that uh, symbiotic relationship Mm -hmm. it's great so in addition to the recipes which i've talked about a little bit and i want to dive in a little bit more about the creation of them but the look of the book the look of the book is just so like first we have both of you wearing fabulous costumes the photography is excellent um the dishes look amazing so talk to me about putting all that look of the book together oh that was exciting what a journey what a journey Um, that was that it's so funny. That's a really good question, um, Ron, because I was so specific. Remember, Amy, at the very beginning, I knew, you know, a lot of people are doing, it's like a trend right now with photographs where there's a lot of shadow. You see those, like, they're kind of like yep. high pop, pop art. And it's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's what I don't want. I just want these like beautiful, rich, colorful photographs and we were almost going to like separate it out like through city and like the vibe of each city and do that and i was like maybe that's not going to work because they're going to be sprinkled throughout the book and we're not going to section it off into cities Mm -hmm. so i was like look it just needs to be a really bright vibrant it's pop culture book i want everything to be beautiful so i mean i love doing you know, food styling and stuff that I've, I've done it. I do it sometimes. And um, so that's artistic part of it was really important to me. And I really think we pulled it off. It is. Mm. I mean, when I got the book in my hand for the first time, you're just so like, you're just so fed up of looking at a PDF file for so long. <laughs> and yeah. then you actually physically, <laughs> because it looks totally different from a PDF file than when the actual, like the ink dries on the page. Right. Like it becomes richer, it's darker, and you don't see that on the screen. Mm-hmm. So it was, I was super happy with the way it came out. Well, the, there were two real phases of, of the creation of the book, which mm. is that we had the food photography and then we had the lifestyle photography, which is us creating specific moments from the book, the dishes that we selected, and then dressing up as those characters and acting them out. So it was a bizarre book. And it was so interesting to work with our editor because we were, we were like, oh yeah, these are, 
you know, this is not just your regular cookbook. This is like, uh, it's, it's, it's so different because Mm. it's like, it's not just food. Then we have to like put us in it and create these moments. It was such a process of trying to figure out how we're going to do that. And then also marry the two together so that the, it, it looks like it belongs, you know? And I think that the photographers did such an amazing job. Hallwit photography. Is that their, that's their name. Hallwit. Yeah. Hallwit photography. Yeah. Did the food. And then, and Stuart actually did a few photos himself. And then the Riker brothers did the lifestyle footage. So I just think that it was, we were really, really super duper hands on with everything. Yeah. We got our hands in everything so that we made it just right. And it was, and it was so worth it too, because, every piece of detail that we put our thought into, I think it, it really paid off. And, yeah. and with the, the photographers were so amazing. And Angela Gaines, who was the food stylist yeah. um, and Stuart, we had a hand in that as well. Like just everyone came together and w- we're able to kind of make this vision happen with comedy and wit in the photos yeah. along yeah. with the food, you know, without it being too corny. And we were always often yeah. trying to ride that. We were kind of riding the fence a little bit for like, that's too much. Let's pull back or that's not enough, you know? And like Stuart would be like, I don't want, you know, hands in my food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want it yeah. to look dirty. So there was like certain things like clip, 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 medley of dip, dip, dips. You know, it was like, I, you know, it was like, should I put my clip, my hand in the dip? He's like, we're not putting hands in food. Like, <laughs> even though things are going to get messy, let's just pull back from that. And there were certain things that we didn't want to, you know, cross those boundaries to make it still look really beautiful and appetizing. Yeah. Like the, mar- like just for, like the marinated kebabs in the bathroom, right? Like that recipe, oh, right. like, you know, like we actually went downstairs and actually shot that in a bathroom. And I was yes. like, wait, that's so weird. But I'm like, the title yeah. of the recipe, it comes from the show when she says that across the table. We're like, no, Were it has to be in there. Were you doing coke in the bathroom? Lisa, please, how could you? <laughs> and Kyle's like, are you kidding me right now, Lisa? Seriously. <laughs> and then, of course, it's like, Kyle, I mean... Uh, Rina, wait, Rina, I have kids. Are you serious? <laughs> it was epic moments. It's, it was brilliant. Oh, how much fun is that? I mean, you have, had to have had a, a blast. We really we did. A, there was not, fun times. There was hard times. Yeah, it was yes. challenging. Was a, it was challenging sometimes. It, yeah, because it wasn't just the food photography. You know, doing the lifestyle was really involved. And it was in the middle of COVID. So we couldn't have right. a lot of people helping. Um, and it was very challenging to get like locations and things like that. Yeah. So we had a lot of hurdles to jump over, but it, you know, it was also worth it. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. 125%. Thanks. Or what is it? 100%. Um, <laughs> so, and it, it came across too. What, what I talk about often is how things that you don't normally think of as storytelling become storytelling. You told mm. amazing stories with each recipe. Not only did you tell a story of the food and the dish and the things coming together, mm. but your introduction to each one and your picture, it all creates a, a, people wanting to know more. And that's what the best storytelling is, is when you. when you want to explore more. So I would say people that don't even necessarily know a lot about the housewives should get their hands on this and it's going to entice you to dig in deeper thanks for it saying really that is. yeah it was it was so 
um, you know, of course, I had to do a lot of research and go back to these iconic moments in the housewives history. And so I went deep into the archives and revisited these moments and just got immersed in them so that I could walk myself through them in order to remind people what that experience was and how it ties into the food dish. And so that was just a, quite a celebration <laughs> to go back and just revisit these amazing moments. And then also there's so many details to these moments. So to have to, to write and be concise was very difficult. I mean, I, it's, it started very long and I just edit, edit, edit. And the editor was so great. Just like, let's trim this down. Let's just like, you know, let's get to the point. Let's just make it a connection with the food. The moment has to connect with the food. There has to be a correlation. And that was the biggest challenge because some recipes we were like, yeah, I don't, I don't see how Sheree Whitfield really, there's nothing here that connects her to cranberry sauce. Like, what are we doing? You know I mean? So you can't really shoehorn something in. Um, you had to find a kind of find an organic way to get there. And sometimes that was a challenge, but it was also a beautiful yeah. process of, of combining the two things together. We found our way through it. Like, yeah, some, because a lot of, sometimes I was like, I really want to do this dish or I really want to have this chicken dish in there. Yeah. And Amy was like, Stuart, like, I love you. Like, I want to put it right. in there too, but I just can't make it like sink you know, yeah. to a scene or to a housewife or to a moment. And I'm like, no, yeah, we'll put that in your next cookbook. Yeah. Yes. Part two, part two. Part two. <laughs> so is there a recipe that you can think of that was really challenging and kind of walk us through the process of the thought to the end product of putting it in the book? Mm. Ooh, it's a good question. That is a good I'm trying question. to think now. Let me think about that. On the spot. I put you on yeah. the spot. No, that's a I really know, right? good question of one that we really kept going back to the drawing board and try to make it work. Would the dungeon cake be one? Or well, the no? dungeon cake might be one. The clam chowder, Manhattan clam chowder. The the manzocati, thickest thief yeah. sauce, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. we had, there were a couple ideas around Caroline Manzo from Jersey. And we had, it was something else that we had there for, for manzocati. It was, but we landed on manzocati. And then marrying that manicotti, we thought it was manicotti, yeah. wasn't it? And that didn't was a, rhyme. There was or something. another. There was another recipe that we were going to do for Manzo, but I can't remember yeah. what it was. Oh well. Okay, so we'll cut that up. Cut that right up. Um, we Manzo <laughs> Cotti was a fun one because we were trying to figure out what Caroline Manzo. We we know we knew we needed to have it be like kind of an Italian dish. So how do you find something that has? Um, you know, Caroline Manzo influence and is Italian. So that one took a lot of time and we knew it was going to be a two-parter because we get, came up with thick as thieves sauce, which will be the sauce for it. And then we made a Brilliant. separate dish, which is like Manzo Cotti. And then you put the two mm. together and it's like Manzo Cotti with thick as thieves sauce. So that was a pretty layered thing. Cause yeah, even just like looking at now, cause that was one of the later recipes. Cause we had to shoot that separately. Cause we just didn't have it together. Remember at the right. time when we mm-hmm. kept going back and forth, I do love like for Potomac, we came up with Potomac mac and cheese with crab. And that's a great dish, Ron. That, by the way, it's, I love that uh, one. It's uh, the next up on my dog. Is it? Okay, Trust good. Because yes. that one's good. Yes, that yes. one's good for like Thanksgiving and holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one where it's like, again, Stuart wanted to do like a Maryland um, fried chicken, like a Maryland chicken yes. recipe. And I was like, but it 
it doesn't scream Potomac. No one will get it, even though I know that it's a Maryland chicken and people in Maryland eat it, but it still doesn't tie in and it has to have Potomac in it in some way. And so that's how we rotated around the sun on that one and then landed with Potomac and cheese with crab and then out with the chicken. Sorry. Which, so, you know, <laughs> which works way, be- which is way better and see how it happens. It yes, happens right. that way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're just so creative and uh, the, the pictures and everybody get yourself a copy of this book. <laughs> so I know from being kind of on the inside how long it actually takes for a book to go from idea to publication. How long of a process was this for you? So It seemed to be I'm going like, pretty expediently, yeah. then COVID sort of hit. So that did yeah, back yeah. things up a bit. But Stuart, what was the timeline from your I would conception say, I remember idea? having this, I was talking with Heidi in New York just last, yes, two days ago. And I think I had a brief conversation with her in like summer 2019 about it. And um, she was like, that's a really good idea. You should hold on to that. So it was probably from there, but then pitched it probably in August, met you in September, because I have a photograph of us that when we first met. And it kind of, so from, we'll say like, you know, summer 2019 and here it is now, it's out in November, 2021. Mm. So like, that's the time span. Yeah. We probably would have pushed it up it maybe been in eight May. months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would, yeah. It would have been like would, May. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Only for the pandemic. But because so of the pandemic, it, it got pushed to November, which is fine. It, it all worked out great. Which, yeah. And then I think they also kind of, as we, they saw it come together, I feel like they were like, wait a minute this is actually could be a great fall gift book. Yes. Yeah. That was another thing that too. And they it. were like, we, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and they were like, and it's hard. And I know from bringing out my first cookbook, I know it's hard to bring out a book in the fall because a lot of people bring out their books in the fall, especially cookbooks mm-hmm. and you're right. up against the competition. So I felt, I felt so proud that they thought our book was good enough for that this they period of time. In, I, yeah, I, they believed I know. In it. I agree. That was because it was intimidating to think like, oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, no. Now we're going to be what, like, what, what do we do? We belong here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you more than belong here. Trust me. I, <laughs> I, so one of the things that I loved seeing is you did an unboxing of the final copies and you were earlier, Stuart, saying it's, you get sick of looking at it on the PDF page a little bit. Mm. But what is it like when you actually open your baby up and hold it? It does feel like a baby. It does feel like that is the perfect way to to say how this. Mm. Uh, Stuart, you tell me because you now you've experienced this twice. What was that? Yeah. What was that like for you? The first time, I just I think I kind of like like wept a small tear. I was kind of like, <laughs> oh my god, this is so amazing because I've always An wanted Irish a cookbook. Tear. You know, like a few years ago, and then but this is like different. It's like this is like I really felt like we created something special. Like my first cookbook, fine. Six ingredients, six minutes prep. Like there's stuff out there like that already. And, you know, everyone does kind of different things like that. Mm -hmm. But this was like, this is so unique. I really felt like, wow. I said, we really created something really beautiful. And like when I opened it and looked through it, I just was like, wow, this is really cool. And it's hilarious. And it's just, it's just on a different level than my first one, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, when I when I got the the book, I was just like, I can't even. I think I'm still in a little bit of state of shock because as yeah. a comedian and someone, I am not a writer. I mean, I'm a comedy writer, but right. only by necessity. I do not. I mean, so so to uh, <laughs> to have this opportunity to have to like write this up, I'm like. 
again, is this a club that I even am allowed in? So I just feel very humbled by it. And so when I get this book and I'm like, I can't even believe that this even exists and that my name Mm. is on this book. And this is just wild. Um, And when I saw the pictures, when we were doing the the food photography Mm -hmm. and when things were coming together, like, Went with the who gone check me blue cheese buffalo dip. And when I saw the magic that was happening and on the screen when they were shooting the photos, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. So that was my first entrance into discovering, wow, like this is real. Then, of course, the next step was getting this book and just my mind is just blown. I'm still I'm still in a state of shock, Ron. Can't believe it. Enjoy every minute of the journey. (laughs) I will. I am. I think it's going to be a very long one. So buckle up. (laughs) Uh, So. So. What put together like a perfect meal? The book is not just about these dishes; it's also about desserts, and it's about oh um, yes, it's cocktails. And oh my god, the Scary Island cocktail! We have these amazing menus in the back of the book, yes, which you do. are mm-hmm. so for for you for your to answer your question. We've got all these menus. We've got like a game night menu. We've got a a bachelorette party. We've got a, it's called Slutty Island Bachelorette Menu. We have a shady tea party menu, a pool party menu, a dinner party from hell menu, a brunch menu, and we have a Bravo Bravo fucking Bravo dinner party menu. Um, I love it. And so that one is a good mix of all the different cities, which, which Stuart and I painstakingly put together because it was like, we need to have each city represented mm-hmm. in this, in this menu. So it's like, you start with cocktails, like, Nine lemons in a bowl party punch. And that's a Orange <laughs> County. And then you've got the, the, the Grand Dame Marnier Cosmopolitan, and that's Potomac. <laughs> and then you move on to appetizers, and you've got the ultimate, you've got Housewives Party Platter, and that has all a bunch of different cities. You've got everything there that we put together, and that's like in the middle of the book. And then you've got. Beautiful, um, too, by the way. You like that? It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, that picture? Right? Yeah. Like, uh, plus, it had the. Um, what are you doing here without deviled eggs? Yes, what are you doing here yes. without deviled eggs? <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got oysters from Feller. And then for mains, um, we selected Who Said That Sesame Salmon? And then Scary Island Skirt Take, Skirt Steak, and Scary Island Skirt Steak and Jill's Arenade. Word on the Street Corn. And for dessert, Ding Dong Dungeon Cake. I mean, <laughs> it is a luscious, delicious menu. I mean, I, I would eat this all day long. I would too. I'm ready to. And also in the back, you have um, the menus for each city. So people could have a party mm-hmm. of like a premiere night party for yes. when, when a new season yes. comes down. Yes. They can make all those things and, you know, have your watch the brain's party. going here. Yeah. Watch party. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. Okay. So veering off just a little bit, who do you think is the best cook among the housewives? Oh, great question. I'm going, I'm going straight to Jersey. It's probably either Caroline Manzo or Teresa. I'm also going to say Kathy Wakili from, um, so like they, Teresa has what, like six cookbooks. She's got, well, she's got like three or four cookbooks (laughs) and then she's got her regular table flipping books and her memoirs and stuff like that. And, um, so I, I have cooked things from Teresa's cookbook and I found them to be great. So now, Caroline Manzo does not have a cookbook. However, I just saw on her Instagram that during the pandemic, she put together a for her fam, her family, as they say, family, a cookbook for recipes for her family. And I would imagine at some point she'll probably 
have to, you know, get a published cookbook because she doesn't have one. Kathy right. Wakili has a cookbook and she really specializes specializes in desserts and hers is amazing. She's an incredible cook, incredible cook. So I'm straight to Jersey. What do you think, Stuart? I would probably same as you, like Jersey, Teresa. I mean, look, she has like four cookbooks, they're bestsellers. I mean, mm-hmm. what more do you need? It's like right there. I mean, I always love the egg with the Luann with the, the eggs. Of course. But, I know. I know. He's like, Luann's the best because of her eggs. <laughs> and then there's <laughs> Bethany. And Bethany is a great cook, too. I mean, obviously, she she's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So props there. And I have her cookbook, and I made stuff out of hers as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Are there any that you would either be really happy to or afraid to cook alongside of? <laughs> yes, a lot. Oh, it's going to happen. I'm going to make those eggs with Luann someday. Oh, it's definitely going to happen. Well, I'm there for that. I'll I think Adrienne Maloof, we wouldn't want to cook alongside of her. We saw no. what she did. She put with soap on the chicken, and that's why we have soapy lemon <laughs> yeah. chicken, a la Adrienne. Which, by the way, Stuart, tell them about your experience. Oh, God, stop. <laughs> um, so I worked at Adrian's house for like three months because I did like, I do like, sometimes I'll do like dinner parties. I'm kind of like phasing out of it now, but I did it for like 10 years, 10 or 12 years there in Beverly Hills. And then there was like one, somebody called me and they're like, hey, like Adrian Maloof is looking for a chef in the house. And I'm like, mm. and at the time I had this gap on my schedule and I was like, I'm like, money's money, right? So I was like, look, why not? I said, it can't be hard. What is it? They're like, it's just dinner. It's like her and the kids, whatever. I was like, okay, that'll be fine. It'll be easy. It was fine. For it three was. Months. It was fine. And I was like <laughs> done after three months and it was okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> you really don't have any idea how it's going to go in, in yeah. real life. So sure. I saw that you uh, gifted copies of the book to some of the housewives. But also, you got some advanced praise from them yes. on the back. Can you talk about their reactions? And were they all lovely and positive or... Oh, they were so, no, they were Margaret Joseph's. Can we just, she's amazing. First of all, the powerhouse of pigtails. You know what I mean? I like to promote people. I like to support people. I like business. Like she has been so supportive. It's unbelievable. She gave us an amazing blurb on the back of the book. She loves the recipes we made for her, which is your husband's in the polenta. And then we also have, um, hidden of herb and tomato bruschetta. So she was, so she was so supportive and has been touting it on her Instagram. She even brought and it on Amazon, Amazon Live, yeah. her Amazon store. And um, she was great. Also, Heather Dubrow. She was amazing. She's been so supportive of this book and gave us a wonderful quote and yes. has been very, very supportive. Luann did a video. She's there. And Cynthia Bailey. Oh, my God. I she when when I reached out to her for a quote, she was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I've never like I've never heard of something like this before. Count me in. And it was incredible to me how quickly these housewives, you know, when you think they're so busy and they're not, they're not going to get back to you, they're like excited about this idea. So we're very humbled. Kyle Richards has been so supportive. They're all fantastic. I'm so glad to hear that because it could have gone the other way. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, and, yeah. and there's I, there was a list of housewives that I wanted to reach out to and a large list that I was not going to reach out to. So, you know what I mean? I had very specific <laughs> ones that I, I wanted to reach out to for a reason. Um, yes. And these are the ones. <laughs> list them all right now. No. <laughs> list them all right now. We'll, 
I just a little fun side fact. I um, used to live in Florida and there was always a big women's show. And oh. I was doing a, a, a book with a famous author and we created a dish that went along with her book. And I got a phone call from my friend who is the publicist. She goes, could you bring some of your gnocchi back here? And I'm going in the back and I, I fed Teresa. You yeah. fed Teresa? Oh, yeah. That's Ju- Judice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So walk me through this a little more. Well, first I'm, first I'm shaking, of course, because it's Teresa, you know, and she had her assistant with her. So I brought enough back for both of them. We talked for a little bit and she tried it and she's like holding it up like this. And I, I'm so, I'm not trying to be you, but please, I, I please can't do. hear their, I can't talk about them without saying their you voices. You gotta do it. Uh, she's like, um, these are good, but um, they're a lot bigger than the ones I make. <laughs> Okay. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. Oh my gosh! Consider that a compliment. That's like a blessing. Exactly. Exactly. So that's 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 my run-in. Amazing. I cannot. I mean, who can say they fed Teresa? I I wish I could say that. Well, I think I have a feeling that this is going to be your entry. I'm going to have to ask now. Now that I know that she's open to it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, if you were putting together a dinner party of housewives, like they for the ultimate girls trip, (gasps) who would it be? Oh, that's such a good question. Stuart, what do you Who think? Who would it be? Okay. I'd like Vicky there, definitely. Mm-hmm. I want Luann because she's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, Teresa, Kenya. Mm. I've really liked her on, on Girls Trip. I've really, yes. like, really taken to her. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, Oh my god! It's like a for Margaret. Mm-hmm. How many more do I need? <laughs> I, that's good. <laughs> that's good, right? That's good. Yeah, I think that's good. That's a good, nice mix. That yeah. is a good mix. I'm going to go with Karen Huger, the Grand Dame of Potomac. Got to have Margaret. Um, oh, some of mine are very similar to yours. Um, I'm going with Candy Burris. Because I got to mm-hmm. have her. I need her to sing at the dinner table. I just I love that voice. Um, <laughs> And just for kicks, just to spice it up, let's get Erica Jane in there. You know, let's get her in there and, and see if she doesn't answer questions and see if she gets mad. Um, and, or what? Or what? <laughs> or what? Um, and Vicki Gunvalson. And yes. uh, yeah. And maybe a Leanne Locken, because that could get spicy, too, from Dallas. Oh, oh good. That yeah, could, yeah, yeah. they're just hands. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ron, you are such a super fan. I love it. Oh, I my know. God. Oh, you know I've everything. Been, I've been since season one of OC. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah. Yes. But anyway, I have actually met Vicky. Vicky is lovely. Oh. Lovely. Amazing. She was so sweet and kind and nice. So. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. Was, like, so Rod, you're so sweet. I love you. Come on, let's read books together. Come on, let's work. What are you working on? What are you working on next? Come on. <laughs> Do you need insurance, Rod? I got your insurance covered. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, it's the family van. <laughs> yes. Veggie okay. lasagna. So for six let's, people. let's talk about it. Right. <laughs> Still one of my all-time favorite so I, like like i said i couldn't even read the names of your recipes without their voices in my head oh my gosh that's time. Great. So great i'm glad to hear that that's yeah. what it's meant to do so let's dish just a little bit about the housewives we've had some uh compelling ones this last season so you brought up erica jane will you talk a little bit about that situation 
Uh, yeah, I mean, um, it was, uh, uh, first of all, it was a great season. Yes. Beverly Hills was just solid this season. Yes. I mean, that was one where I was like, I'm on the sofa, nine o'clock every Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. It just, there was nothing else going on. I wasn't doing dinner or anything. It was, it was, I just, it was just the, the progression of it through the, each episode where I think I was waiting for the apology to the victims and yes. it never came. And then it went to the reunion and look, I'm with Amy, the way she talks about housewives, like she's, we're all in it for them. We don't want them to fail. We want them right. to be like, mm-hmm. we want to build them up or whatever. And that was just a hard one to kind of be like, I don't want you to get in trouble, but you're making it hard for me to kind of believe you. And, and she just, it's almost like she tripled down or quadrupled down in the reunion, mm-hmm. like in each episode. So I was like, so never, I never got what I wanted, but Hopefully it all works out. I like to leave you wanting more. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I want to. I root for our housewives. I don't want to yes. see them in trouble. I don't want anyone to go to jail. Um, I think Tom is really the monster here. I, I don't think that she knew. I, I don't think that she's an evil person. I think that she was. Um, literally stuck between a rock and a hard place. And then all she could do was just lash out, lash out, lash out. She Mm. did not handle the situation well. Um, I think she could have handled it better than she did, you know, but she didn't. Who am I to judge? But I am the judge because, you know, that's what I do for a living. But, and we all are, we're watching this on TV. She made it hard for us to root for her. And I hated that part because I wanted to be like, we got your back. We got your back, you know? Um, but it was so complicated. She, she could not and would not mention the victims. I understood that. I actually don't even, I'm not even really that mad about that, except for mm-hmm. there just could have been another way around it where she could have done or said things different and better. Like yep. I was always just thinking, Erica, help me help you. I want to, I want to be there, but it was like, she in her emotional state it's like she lashed out at the the viewers too. She lashed out. It was like she lashed out through the fourth wall at us and and the cast. And um and it was disappointing that the cast could not step to her. They were so terrified of her. Um that they could not get in there and you know put the gloves on and be like, "Well, if you're going to yell at me, I'm going to yell back." You know, like yes. they would do in a lot of other cities. I really applaud Sutton for stepping up yes. to the bat. I think she yes. did an amazing job. The only one, Garcelle said some stuff here and there. I appreciated that. I felt like it just in the end wasn't enough. So then we ended up being in a reunion where Andy had to ask all the questions because she wasn't going to answer to them. And that was a, that just was some heavy lifting. That's not how a reunion should be. The, the reunion right. should be about the women you know, it, I love the reunion. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to get these answers. <laughs> Disappointed we didn't find out where it was snowing. Now, that was the most disappointing that was, part. <laughs> that was tough, right? Where is the snow in Pasadena? <laughs> what, were, what are your thoughts, Ron? I'm curious. Uh, I'm the same. I, I gave her a lot of props and thought she was very brave yeah. to even continue filming with yes. all this going on. And I, in my head, I was like, I, I felt so much like the two of you. But I was thinking she must be squelched by legal counsel. Mm-hmm. She, she probably isn't yeah. saying some of the things that she'd like to say because she can't. Mm-hmm. She kind of said that a little bit, but mm-hmm. but I do. And, and like you, I want them all to succeed. Although there might be one or two in another city. I <laughs> sure, right. Could be done with, but you know, that's the thing. So yeah. what are your thoughts about the newest entry to the franchise, the Salt Lake City? 
Wow. I've never Ooh. seen anything like it. This is the kookiest, <laughs> bon- most bonkery, wild ride. I never thought we would go on as as viewers of the Housewives. I just didn't think the state of Housewives would be where it is today, which, which you know, the legal drama, you know, going off of the Erica stuff into the Salt Lake City stuff with the Jen Shaw, allegedly. You know, it's <laughs> the characters on Salt Lake City are unlike any other I've never seen. You know, <laughs> uh, they are the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, you've got someone That's in their sure. tagline saying, don't come for me or I'll send Jesus after you. I'm like, what? You're talking, you know, it's just, it's <laughs> And wild. then she did. <laughs> and then she did. What do you think? I mean, yeah. Stuart, are you watching? Um, so I'm... Right now, I've seen lots of clips of season two. I'm saving it for a binge Sunday, and I'm just oh. going to binge it all. But I loosely know what's going on. Like, season one was great. I love Meredith in there. She's my favorite. And um, I, and it, I'm obsessed now because this arrest is happening, and I'm like, can you move your ass to, like, a lazy Sunday so you can just do that? Yeah. It's been busy, Rob. It's been busy. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. I know. It's, it's a lot, but... Yeah, I can't wait though. Yeah, they're. I just want to know who's still a Mormon and who isn't. I I can't quite figure out. It is hard to keep up with that. Um, I think the only one one is is um, Lisa Barlow. Is the I I believe. Okay. The only Mormon. We we laugh all the time. We keep joking in my house that we want a Brooks Marks tracksuit. Yes, I want one too. Just disengage and order it online. That's all I have right. to do. And I will say that I'm one of the only people that ordered the Fresh Wolf stuff. <gasps> oh, is it good? Andy Cohen uses it. He loves it. Oh. Um, I, you know, I, I was hoping that it would be like my new favorite. But yeah. Oh, man. It's not. So okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry, Ron. That you don't like my kid's product. <laughs> you don't no, I, love them. I love them. I love them. <laughs> Trust me. I love them. Right. I just was hoping it would be. Sure, anyway. sure, sure. So what is next for the two of you? You this is you formed quite a partnership here. And I can see it kind of going and taking off. Um, I hope so. We're going to... I kind of think kind of loosely the plan is just to kind of see where we're going with this book and see just the feedback that we get from it. I mean, I think there's some kind of talk show, cook show with me and Amy going on in there with this and, you know, or maybe me and Amy start just knocking on housewives doors and we just start interviewing them in their kitchens and cooking their favorite recipe. Like there's so many ways we can go with this, to be honest. And um, so like, I'm open to anything, but I think like, I'm, I'm excited and the feedback so far has been insane. So yes. it's really getting buzzed. So I'm just, I'm kind of like riding this wave now and I'm just, it's exciting. I'm just like yeah. excited about it. Yeah. And we obviously have a list of, of recipes that were cut from this book that, that if there is another one, we, we are already mm. halfway there. And also uh, all the other Bravo shows, you know, too, there's food involved in other Bravo shows. Yeah. So we're open yeah. to that as well. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Yeah. Every, Hello, Jack. Every iteration. Like, yep. Yeah. You got that right. You should be have like a housewives below deck, and Stuart, you can be the chef, and oh my God, <laughs> Amy can I'll be, be the captain. That's I'll so great! There. I can be Captain I Sandy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Sandy. I love it. Well, I want to be your announcer, and I'll be like, so Stuart and Amy were walking up to the door as though they were Ashley trying to confront her father. Oh, That's so good! good. I love that. Yes, Ron. <laughs> hey, I learned from the best from you. <laughs> from you. From you. Okay, so where can people find you? 
online. I am meet Amy Phillips on Instagram. I'm real Amy Phillips on TikTok and I'm on Twitter sometimes Amy Phillips underscore, but we all, I also do a radio show on yes. Andy Cohen's channel on Sirius XM. It's Radio Andy and it's five days a week. And I recap all the Bravo shows, four o'clock Eastern, one o'clock Pacific. It's called Reality Checked. It's brilliant too. I, I never miss it. I never. Oh ever my God, you so listen? Much. Ron, I didn't know. Oh, are you kidding? Thank oh, you. I'm a huge fan. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. And how about you, Stuart? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Chef Stuart O'Keefe, at Chef Stuart O'Keefe on Facebook, and at Chef Stuart on TikTok. Reach out to me. Ask me some culinary questions. I'll get to you. We'll do it. All right. All right. So we're going to put this up. We have a, a friendsinfictionbookshop.org shop. So we will put this up there for people to start buying lots and lots of gifts for the holidays. But I, I did promise somebody I would ask this question. If they wanted a signed copy, is there a bookstore that you're partnering with that they could actually order from? Yes. So we have, so we're going to be going into BookSoup and signing them here in Los Angeles. Oh, great. And um, also... Probably in December, me and Amy are working together now to have a store where you can, we are going to sign a bunch of cookbooks together and we're going to sell them ourselves. That is, we're going to do that. Okay. Well, I need five copies. Okay. Holiday gifts. So just let me know (laughs) when that's going to happen. And I am on it. I am on it. So, and it's great because a lot of times writers do partner with a bookstore because during pandemic, People aren't doing yeah. tours so much, so people are are spending their money at independent bookstores and things. Book which Soup is, is, that, is a great right. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah it helps them that. so much. And, I love independent. Um, yeah, that's so important. It really is. It really is. Well, thank you both for joining the podcast today. I know that this book is going to be a huge hit. I'm so honored and, and thrilled that you were on here, and, and I just I can't. Uh, well, you're nope. making our world. Thank you. We lo- I love your enthusiasm. Thanks for it, it. It makes it real when you say these words to us. So thank you for celebrating with us. This is so awesome. It is a great launch and, and the book is out now. Thank you also to our listeners on behalf of Mary Kay Andrews, Patty Callahan, Christy Woodson Harvey, and Kristen Harmel. We're thrilled you've chosen to join us. Be sure and tell a friend and join us right here next Friday. Remember, you can always find all the books by every Friends in Fiction Writer's Block podcast guest, past and present, in the friendsinfictionbookshop.org shop. All sales placed there help to fund Friends in Fiction, and a portion of each and every sale goes straight into the pockets of indie booksellers nationwide. Since its inception, bookshop.org has raised more than $16 million for indie bookstores. Shop small, shop local, from the convenience of your screen with bookshop.org, and tell them Friends in Fiction sent you. Thank you for tuning in to the Friends in Fiction Writer's Block Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platform. Tune in every Friday for another episode. And you can also join us every week on Facebook or YouTube, where our live Friends and Fiction show airs at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are so glad you're here. Produced by Autovita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.